Hey there, McPherson here with the Felt Sense podcast. In the first episode of the series on the Felt Sense during relating, I talked about what's possible when relating feels safe and why relating can feel so dangerous. And in this episode, I'll talk about why it can seem like common methods for connecting just aren't working. Relationships can be wonderful, safe, supportive, and fun sources of love and great companionship. And they can also be really tough. Tough can refer to like a regular and expected level of difficulty that's inherent in any and every relationship because relationships by definition require negotiation between two sets of needs and preferences. And tough can also refer to the struggle of having connections with other humans as their sources of pain and activation. Most folks prefer to reduce the inherent struggle present when two humans interact with each other in meaningful ways over time. But some folks who've had historically tough relationships really need to heal those past hurts before relationships can actually become safe and supportive sources of love and great companionship. There's lots of ways purported to help heal from past relational hurts and one really common philosophy about healing is, is that happiness is a choice. So folks who subscribe to this philosophy may tell you to choose happiness and connection and just let go and put yourself out there. It's the just do it and the get out of your own way kinds of approaches. And while this sentiment ultimately is true, I'd like to specify that it has to become true for folks who have had unbearably tough experiences in important relationships in the past. Folks who are triggered by and within the context of personal interactions and relationships, um, especially the more intimate and meaningful ones like friendships or um, romantic partnerships, um, all family relationships, or any relationship really that carries more significance than uh, like one with your neighbor or uh, one with your kids, friends, parent that you see like once a week at drop off. Folks who are triggered by meaningful connections have, by definition, nervous systems that are very, very vigilant during experiences of relating very vigilant and often activated during times of vulnerability. Now, Brene Brown has so beautifully said in like every single piece of work that she's put out that vulnerability is the foundation for the connections that we all seek. Well, shit, this is a double bind for people who want to have safe connections, but feel triggered by the actual act that creates them. If you've experienced complex trauma or very tough past relationships that had um, neglect, abuse, cruel or mean people, invalidation, denial of your needs, violence, or anything like that, it's actually your nervous system that's getting right in between you and the connection you're simultaneously trying so hard to make because your nervous system is working overtime to keep you safe. And if your nervous system self your nervous system's self-protective response is automatic, and that means that you can't help it by definition. It has learned that relationships are not safe places, or they're not safe places all of the time. And how could it ever know when a relationship is about to turn sour, so perhaps 
reasonably and logically, it's just best to avoid them all. Or perhaps it's best to test them all. Or perhaps it's best to just be prepared for the worst whenever that shoe will inevitably drop. You are not holding yourself back from deep connections. You are not willfully sabotaging yourself. I wanna point out that if you find yourself struggling in relationships, struggling to trust another person, struggling to feel relaxed and at ease, struggling to offer the benefit of the doubt to anyone that you're interacting with, struggling to communicate your needs, struggling to set boundaries, struggling to feel safe, there's nothing to feel shameful or guilty about. Your nervous system is just doing its job. Forcing yourself to be vulnerable because you think that you're stubbornly and actively choosing to be self-protective could actually be considered a kind of spiritual bypassing. Or you could be re-traumatizing yourself or kicking the healing can just even farther down the road. Um, and these are the opposite of what you're looking for. Faking it until you make it and acting as if you don't have any unprocessed harmful hurts from past relationships can actually make your automatic nervous system self-protective responses worse or drive them even deeper and just making them harder to unwind in the future. It doesn't feel good to struggle in relationships or never quite have the connections that you desire, but treating yourself like you're purposely sabotaging your connections actually puts the focus in the wrong place. It leads to so much more guilt and shame, which can then result in feeling more isolated and less worthy of belonging. Forcing yourself to just choose trust, to blindly let go of the hurt and worry that other folks may claim that you're actively choosing to carry forward and just expecting yourself to miraculously be healed and whole doesn't work if you have unwound self-protected responses at play. There's a better way, a gentler, much more effective way to get those connections that you deeply, deeply want and that you absolutely can have. Every single human on the face of this earth is worthy of true love and belonging. Every human, including you. If you've had complex relational or, or developmental trauma or a really tough childhood, or you come from a dysfunctional family or have been in an abusive relationship, Connections with other humans are understandably challenging because they're triggering and they feel unsafe. In the next episode, episode seven, I'll talk about what you need to do to get those safe connections without denying or sidestepping the actual biological processes that keep you out of the connections that you crave. I hope to see you in there. This is McPherson on the Felt Sense podcast. Take care, kind soul.